Welcome back, everybody, to another exciting episode of Nerd Revolution Radio's Arrowverse Recaps. All just, the excitement in one episode. I just made that name up. Or have we been using that? Sure. Okay, that works. Once again, Jack, Frank, I'm Frank, he's Jack. We're going to recap the four Arrowverse shows that we watch, or attempt to watch, in Jack's case. Yeah, it was a long week. I, I worked 7 to 11, 6 out of the last 7 days. Um, we're going to start with Batwoman. Batwoman episode, I forget the number, but the name is Mine is a Long Sad Tale. It's exciting. It is. It is a long sad tale. It, it, it. <laughs> Obviously, Jack's not a huge fan of Batwoman. <laughs> I didn't have as much problem with this episode this week. I enjoyed the non-Batwoman parts, which basically was the whole episode. The, sh- the show's getting better. Yes. So, uh, here's here's how I have my notes stacked out for this. We open up the episode with a gross autopsy. <laughs> right. Yeah. Alice is stealing rectangles of human flesh from dead corpses in the morgue. Right. Okay. That was actually kind of gross. Then we flash back to the Batcave, where... Uh, Luke and Kate are kind of going over the... Going over the suit. Going, going over, the, over the specs of the suit, what it does. And then what the uh, skin thief, as they're calling the person, is stealing and how they manage to get all these places real fast. Right. right. And they talk about the night vision. Night vision. Gotta have the night vision. Well, she asked if there was goggles. She which, did. Which was a stab at B- Batman versus Superman. Absolutely. Batman doesn't do goggles. Right. Um, Unless it's Batfleck. We also, once again, learned that the GCPD has no access to the Wayne closed-circuit cameras that are obviously way better than anything the Crows or GCPD has in the city. Right. Okay. But we don't have any access to that. No, and clearly they've been maintained really well for the last three years for some reason. Right. Uh, Before Kate leaves the Batcave uh, to go after the thief, she grabs a couple of bat grenades. With her bat symbol on them already. Yeah. Because marketing. Yeah, it's all about branding. Yes. Uh, let's see. Well, so here's the thing, though. So and we're, we've got to be a little farther out now, time-wise. Yes. So she's had time to do... Right, right. It's not like the hour she had... No, no. This is this is caught up to the Arrowverse at this point. Okay, so now This we're is after out. the crossover. Right. Because okay. they mentioned the crossover in this episode. Did they? They mention all the, the incident in Arkham. They actually mentioned that at the beginning of this episode. That's right. And that's the crossover from Elseworlds. Uh, okay. We then get Kate as Batwoman tracks down Alice. Right. With the help of... Her night vision night lenses. Night vision goggles. Lenses. I'm sorry. Night vision lenses. They actually look kind of cool. They did. That was, it was closer. It was more what you see in the actual Batwoman costume. Right. Because in the, one of the comic books, there's white over the eyes. Uh, so you actually okay. got that classic look. Right. And instead of, she uses a staff in this, which I thought was pretty cool. It wasn't a bad fight scene. No. It was pretty good. They're they're really good with their fight scenes in the whole universe, usually. Yeah. Supergirls are a little weak. Some of them. We'll get there. This whole season's (laughs) questionable on that show. So she beats up all the bad guys in in kind of a, 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 like, the Zack Snyder-ish, you know, flashes of... She's yeah, fighting well, over it, here, it, she's fighting it, over there. It looked like when Batfleck was using his night vision goggles, right. so it was, you know, kind of right. their 
pretty tip good to that in general. And Alice is just kind of standing around, and then Alice gets captured. Right. Then Kate takes her costume off immediately because that's what she, she does. To. Yes. So Kate has Alice now hanging from a pipe in a cell. Yep. The same as she had her boyfriend, uh, was it Dodson, I believe? Uh, somebody. Yeah. Yeah. We'll go with that. Kate then wants to know what's going on, why she's doing it, then calls her father as a kind of a threat to uh, make her confess. Right. Yeah. So she, she calls her dad because they're so close. Right. She calls her dad and tells her dad that she has captured Alice. Right. And she's holding her and then hangs up before he can trace the call. Right. Well, not before he can trace the call. Well, hangs up and he, knowing that he will trace the call. Right. No, he'll track her phone. Right. Because Sophie's standing there because she's always Because they're the only two that work in the crows. Correct. Right. All the other people that are doing stuff. Are worthless. uh, Apparently. (laughs) So then the Kate and Alice have a talk. Kate wants to know what happened to her. And Alice agrees to tell her, but she has to show her. Right. They got to do a road trip. It's a road trip. It's a Thelma and Louise. Yeah. So Kate and Alice get in a car and Alice tells Kate about the, and my wording is all scratched up. Bones. Uh, Kate tells Alice about the, uh, Alice tells Kate about the bones. Right. And the bone fragments. Right. And then we flash back. Right. But it's not an UG. No, it's not an UG flashback. No. No. Well, those were flash forwards. Flashbacks are fine. Flashbacks are fine. Yeah. So we flash back to Beth as a kid, and this strange man has found her. Right. And the strange man's son. He looks a little like Bill Hader. He does. Um, yeah, I mean, I mean, we, we got that part where she woke up, um, you know, in that strange house, tried to catch the police, got told about the deer bones, not the human bones. Right. I think this is also when in the episode, because they're, they're cutting around during this part, where you also have Catherine and Mary. Uh, Catherine and Mary is in a little bit. Yes, that's actually next. Right. So what, you go through the whole thing with what you were saying with Beth and uh, as as little girl. Yeah, So and Beth's in the house with the... the yeah, and it's, you know... And it's the little boy that can mimic other voices, or we don't find that out yet. We don't have that yet. No, we don't have that yet. Uh, so Sophie and Jacob trace the call because as they're now, they're pairing everybody out. Right. So Sophie and Jacob pair the trace of the call. And then we have a flash over to Mary and her mom and she admits everything. Yeah. Like right away. Weird. Yeah. I don't get that at all. Like now all of a sudden she has guilt because she got caught. So she's telling everybody everything. Yeah. So it doesn't really, that's a weird confession piece that went on there. No. So Mary... Uh, runs off right and then we go to kate and alice at a diner that's out in the middle of nowhere with a lot of bikers around right alice is handcuffed and eating they talk and then we flash ordering beers huh ordering beers order well one beer and then okay she's gonna have a beer after all then then they flash back again right and now alice is locked in a basement with a skin mask floating in water well that was when we met johnny or Mouse. Mouse. As, as he ends up being called. And he has the scarred face. And there's that reveal there. Yes. That you is know, that's face is scarred from why something. why they're in this house and why the dad's kept him in this house and just wants his kid to have a friend. And then he throws her into a jail cell. Right. He throws her into, like, into the basement and right. just uh, there's a f- skin face floating in the water. Right. Which is the nightmare that she's been having previous to this. 
Right. And then Mary ends up at Wayne looking for uh, Kate, right? This is where we learned that the little boy can mimic any voice. Oh, it's that's it's right. at that point that we learn that. So this little boy has this ability to mimic anybody's voice at all. That he hears. That he hears. Yeah. Which he demonstrated. Uh, he mimicked... Somebody on TV. Somebody on TV. It was like a reporter or something. Okay. Yes. Then Mary decides to go to Wayne Tower looking for Kate. And a security guard actually doing his job brings Mary up to the office where Luke is. Right. Because Luke doesn't have a house. Right. Because Luke lives at Wayne Manor. I'm I'm pretty sure that Mary's going to find out that Kate's Batwoman in the next week and a half Wait, I, next two weeks i honestly expected it to happen with one of those little trip and fall oh i activated the pearls and... yeah me too but <laughs> I, it's it's just going to be a, yeah i think they're going to play that and that's going to be team batwoman it's going to be luke and then mary and then right and eventually sophie yeah because the the previews for next week has sophie figuring it out yeah okay so uh jacob tells sophie everything in the car as they're driving to where the number was where they trace the number to. You're the worst phone tracker ever. Yes. Well, I mean, worst or best, it pinpointed exactly where they were in the name of the it place. It took them forever. Well, yeah, it did that too. <laughs> Batman would have had it. Yeah. In like seconds. Yeah, so after they got that story, then Kate drinks her beer. Yes, Kate drinks after her beer. After hearing that, she got a beer along with Alice. Right. And then, good night, Kate. All right. And turns out that Alice led her there because all of her people were there waiting. Right. Just as Sophie and Jacob pull up. Yeah. And get ambushed. Right. And I have here always explosives because there's a propane tank right out in front. Right. And Sophie shoots it and takes out all the bad guys. Well, yeah. So you got to do it. Right. And then... It's only an hour show. And then Jacob sees Dotson there. I'm going to call him Dotson. It may not be his name, but... It's Dotson now. Yeah. At least until I correct myself. Well, that's a different guy than her right hand, isn't it? Mm-mm. No, oh, no. That's, yeah, no, that's the okay. same guy. Same guy. I thought that was the guy that because, used to be a crow. Yeah, yeah. that's her right hand. That's oh, Dotson. Because okay. Jacob jumps on top of him and starts beating him up. And Sophie stands right. there and just goes, sir, sir, right. sir, stop. <laughs> no, don't hit him again. Right. Right. Um, so then we go back to Wayne Tower where Mary is drunk and Luke is Googling. Right, right, because yeah, it's there's there's gonna be it's gonna be a thing between the two of them where all of a sudden she's not superficial and she falls for the him. And... Right. Um. So then we f- then we go back to Kate and Beth where now Kate is hanging up by her wrists. Right. A lot of people get hung up by their wrists in this show. You noticing that? Yeah, too? that's kind of their their move. Uh. So we flash back again, and Beth is nine. Is she? Around there. I mean, she was trying to call her dad. Right, but she managed to pick the lock on the door with a rusty nail that she pulled out of the the thing, out of the out of the woodwork. Yeah. She pulled the nail out of the wood. There was one nail that was able to be pulled out, and then picked the lock on the door, because right. she probably learned that as a skill in her rich house yeah, growing as, up. You do. Right. As you do. Right. Um, <laughs> yes. Then Beth calls her father. And man, the dad, who her. I don't think we ever got a name for. No, he catches her, right, and makes her hang up, and tells her that um, if her father comes, he's gonna kill him if he comes looking for her yeah. or something like that. Right? Okay. So Jacob does show up. Yeah. Which we didn't know this previously, but Jacob actually showed up at this house, and Beth is locked in a room that Kate walks right up to. 
like behind a secret, I guess it's like a secret wall right. kind of a thing. And they're staring at each other through the wall, but neither one knows the other one's there. And if Beth makes a sound, the guy's going to kill her family, basically. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's you know, so as Beth, you do when you kidnap. <laughs> so Beth um, makes no sound whatsoever, and Kate stares at the wall, and then they leave. The guy right. manages to convince Jacob that, oh, I just played an awful prank, blah, blah, blah. And shows that his son can mimic any voice. Right. And that it was his son that made the phone call. Okay. And this uh, is where Jacob and Sophie go back to looking now. Correct. Uh, now we found and, out that Alice is holding Kate in that same house. Right. And this is actually when they mentioned Elseworlds. Sorry. I said well, that uh, oh, yeah. The Ar- Yeah. You know what? I have something about that. Uh, Arkham Breakout. Because yeah. we need villains. That's what I put. I didn't yeah. realize it was because of Elseworlds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I- I thought this was their hey we need to fill vi- we need to fill out some more villains let's break everybody out of Arkham again because that's Batman. No, yeah, they they pulled it into right. Um, so Mary is helping Luke at Wayne Tower research the Skin Pirate. Yeah, while eating pizza and complaining about her sister because she needed all the pizza. She basically ate all the pizza. She did, and then she took the rest. Yes, as as Luke was continually trying to get rid of her. Right. Um. So he could and go he do. did make mention now of the real estate thing. He's he's rolling with the cover. Yeah, that they're partnering. Well, I think that's what they're going to do. Right. Wherever she got all the money from. That's right. So Jacob and Sophie find the house, and Beth does some really really awesome acting, or or Alice does. Oh, we find out that Mouse had been in Arkham. Yes. And Beth. he broke out. He was part of that breakout. Yes. Which is the other right way that they need villains? Of course. Yeah. So they they uh, there's this tender little moment. You think they're going to have this tender moment, father and daughter, where Jacob realizes, yes, this is my daughter, and he goes over to hug her, and she stabs him. Right. Right in the gut. Yeah, well, and I don't know if you noticed earlier, too, that, that during this episode, Kate started calling Beth Alice. Yes. And not Beth anymore. Yes. Which is interesting to see that change, because up until now, she's called her Beth. Right. Now she's given her the, your Alice now. Right. So, meanwhile, Kate is hanging and pulls a nail from her boot. Yep. Because nails are the way to pick locks. Yeah. That, that's that's part of the Batwoman mythos is nails <laughs> and boots. <laughs> so, it looked like she had a lot of nails in her boots, though. It did. So. Like, like an obscenely weird amount of nails yeah. in her boot. So, Sophie fights the mimic kid in the creepy shed is, is what I have next. Or Sophie fights mouse. You can just go with that. Yeah. I mean, I yeah. wrote Mimic Kid because I, I was just yeah. jotting it down really yeah. fast. And that was actually a decent fight scene. Right. Uh, then there's a standoff. Right. And then they, uh, what you call it? And then, Kate steps in. Right. And shows up and, and does the thing on Sophie's mouth again where she puts her finger over it. Again. Just like she did in the first episode as Batwoman. Right. So now you see Sophie going, oh, you're Batwoman. Okay. Right. That's another person that knows. Right, it's an Arrowverse, and then they make a Alice makes a deal, makes them make a deal. You let him go, we'll let you live, basically. Right, everybody's got guns on everybody. Right, and uh, Kate rushes over to her father. Alice and Mouse slip away. Right, and then then there's this tender little scene with Alice and Mouse sitting in a candlelit room, where she calls him her brother. He gives her as a child. He gives her the Alice in Wonderland book. Right. Which, obviously, we see that's where her dementia right. really came from. And right. And then Alice calls 
her in the present, Alice calls Miles her brother and gives him the skin that she's been stealing because she made a face for him. Right. So that he can go out in public. And we'll probably see him being used. Which I think, though, at the 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 point that we're at in time now, like it's not like he was disfigured, but he's not right. horribly disfigured where no, no. I don't think you would see an issue with that. With somebody like that walking around, it would you, you've seen it. Like it's not, you know, like thirty years ago when people would do, say something about that. Now, exactly, it's, you, you know, people are more tolerant of stuff like that today. Yeah, and, and I except I, Gotham, right? <laughs> well, and I think the biggest thing for me with 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 this episode continues to be that you know we heard about Ruby Rose being this fantastic choice for this. I've never been. I've always liked her, but I've never thought she was a phenomenal actress. No. I continue to not think that she's a phenomenal actress just because it feels like they're giving everybody else things to do in all of these episodes and chances to really uh, act Shot. and emote yeah. and things like that. Whereas Ruby Rose, just it's I show up, I say like three or four words that are very dry and flat, and then everybody else does stuff around me. And that, that seems to be a recurring thing, which I think is why it's making it so hard for me. Are they trying to make her too Bruce Wayne-y? No, I I think they're 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 missed so far, and I don't know if it's I I would hope it's going to get better as it goes. So, I think the miss with this particular character on this show and and why it's not as good as the other Arrowverse shows have been is it's not focusing on her. Right. All the focus is on all of the supporting cast. Right. There's been zero <laughs> development for Kate so far, and zero episodes about Kate. Like in Arrowverse, you had. Oliver, Oliver, Oliver. The show got weak when they started focusing on the Arrow, the Arrow Squad, right, and not Oliver, right. Flash, same thing. First episode was very Barry focused, right, which was great. And then it got a little weaker as it started folding out into all these other people. And same thing with Supergirl. When it was about Kara, it was good. Now she's in like three scenes. It feels like in the entire show, and for like a couple seconds here and there, and the show's weak. And she's not even really Supergirl, as we're going to talk about. Because right, you tune into all these shows to see the title character. Correct. And as you get less and less of the title character, it makes the show less interesting for somebody that's a comic book fan. Because the comic books were always about the title character in the comic book because that's why you read it. Right. Um, I would give that episode like a four and a half, five. I mean, it's better than it than the, than uh, the episodes, episodes they've had been. so far. I'd go with like a seven from, from where they've been. Right. Um, any any thoughts for what might happen next week on it? I think you gave one earlier. You said you think Sophie's gonna. I think figure Sophie's it out, right? gonna figure it out. That's what the um, preview has been. The I I don't see. I don't know where they're going with the show though. I mean, I guess they're gonna set. They're they're were they're gonna set Mouse up as one of the villains as a co big bad. I but guess I don't see Alice as a big bad really. So far, it just seems like she's somebody's kids trying to save. Yeah. So it's it's. You get this malicious intent from her, but not an overwhelming where I'm like, oh, she's going to take out the whole city, like you know, which, which is what you usually get on these other other shows. So we'll we'll see where it ends up going um, as far as that goes. I don't I don't have any real ones other than Sophie's going to figure it out next week, um, but I don't I don't think they've laid out a real solid formula yet to kind of know where the show's going or really a direction uh, that I could see long term no. for the show and how how it's going to work. I can't. At all, I can't. I can't figure it out. I can't see how I'm going to keep interest after Elseworlds or after Crisis. Yeah, unless something like major happens to. We'll see. I think now that they're done the original setup, I think we'll start getting the story moving along. I'm hoping. 
I sure hope so. Um, I have faith in Berlanti and Guggenheim. Yeah, I I do, I do. They, um, they do have their their lulls. If anybody's watching Titans right now, Titans has been awesome so far this season. Is he involved in that too? Absolutely. Okay. Um, they're going to be in crisis for like a hot second. Yeah. So, but it yeah well, slows I, down like it 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 peaked about halfway through the season. So episode six or seven. They hit a peak of all this stuff that happened, and then it now it's slowed back down and it's resetting. It's kind of kind right. of a little more of a drudgery to watch right. right now, but you can tell it's starting to pick back up. But that's kind of their pattern they've been going. Before before we uh, zip over to uh, Supergirl, the uh, there was a couple of quick little uh, tidbits. Uh, I'll give the Arrow news at, at the Arrow portion, but uh, they did release the logo for Crisis which is basically the same. It's just a little bit colored differently. Uh, Stephen Amell tweeted out like the first three seconds of the episode, <laughs> which oh, is basically I... just the logo forming on the screen. Oh, and it's it is, fancy. Yeah. They, we had talked about this for a couple seconds before we started recording that uh, Tom Welling is apparently only in like one scene. Like he yeah, is, it's going to just be like the Superman, and they're going to show up for a minute, and then they're going to... I hope we at least get him in the costume. If you're going to show them all together, don't show him standing there in his flannel shirt flanked by two Superman. Right. That's kind of, that's a horrible payoff. Yeah, we'll, we'll see what they do. I, who knows? But he also said that there's still surprises in store, that they're actually still working on surprises, that right. this is, they're not done by any means putting the show together. And right. they have a month, so. Yeah, they have, uh, yeah, they have plenty of time. Right. They actually have two months because they um, still have well, Arrow and Legend. That's right. To do the, they could do and the Arrow's winter. just filming now, and Legend just starts this week. Right. So now we move over to the other Sunday night show. Yay! Supergirl. And the episode names Dangerous Liaison. I'll just go through my notes things, and <laughs> if you feel like chiming in on it, and if I'm wrong at some point, I was right and fast. Yeah, this one's this one's the freshest in my mind. So okay, so the uh, opening episode starts off with all of them in the Oasis, right in this Obsidian ad. Oh wait, I'm sorry, it's not Ready Player One. It's Supergirl. My yeah. bad. They're literally <laughs> stealing Ready Player One. Yeah. With uh, with their Oasis or Obsidian or whatever the hell it is. So it opens with a commercial. Right. Then we have Kara talking to Nia and lying to her about. Everything she's doing regarding William and Andrea, Andrea, and all of that, right? Lies. That's the strong point of all these shows. It's the underlying theme of every one of these shows is lying, right? And how it either works out or doesn't. Yes. So William and William Quakara breaks into Andrea's office, right? That's way later in the show. Is it? So wait, why do I have William and Kara being sneaky? What were they being sneaky about early on? Well, that's a little bit in. Yeah, um, so that's there. So William, William and Kara talk about being sneaky, which is where talk about Kara sneaky. brings him in gotcha, gotcha. and tells him that she has all these resources she can get him to. Yes, that's right. She's going to introduce. And bring him to the DEO. She's going to introduce William to her DEO sister, and she has a whole like got the sign because the DEO is not apparently a huge secret. No. It's, I don't care if you're signing NDA or not. It's still not something you go and talk to some random guy from England about. Right. But, so, well, wait, at this point, they do know that he's a secret agent, right? He's not. He's just a reporter. Oh, is he's what he told just them. a reporter. Yeah. They don't know any of his other 
No, was I mean, he is else? just a reporter. That is, okay. I, I didn't see the episode before this. Yeah, it's, so. there was, a, there was a, like an inkling that he was a secret agent, um, but it was really he's just an undercover reporter. Okay. I had to watch the flashbacks again to get that part. Gotcha. The uh, okay. recap. Gotcha. So she talks about introducing him to her sister who happens to work for the DEO. Right. And then we zip over to Lena and Tess working with Malfec and the Q-Waves. Right. And we get to see Malfic more. Yes. Played by Phil Lamar. Yes. It's good casting. Yeah. I liked it. I, I liked the casting. Well, I mean, he's he's a DC legend. Is he? He is one of the most prolific voice actors of the last 30 years. Oh, shit. Who I does a I really ton of voices that. on the animated movies for oh, DC. Oh, okay. Oh, well, that makes it even... All, that, yeah. That's a plus for the show. Go. Okay. Just like the guy that played John's dad is the voice of Martian Manhunter. Right. In the that animated... I knew. Phil Lamar does um, John Stewart's voices, does a ton of the voices for the, for the uh, different African-American characters throughout. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Oh, I didn't even know that. So there's a uh, green explosion in the room. Well, he took over that's Hope. A- yes. And then that caused the explosion. Hope got thrown against the wall. Right. Because she was in the cell and Lena was outside the cell like a smart supervillain. Right. So when he tried to use his Inception powers, the explosion happened because she had him locked down to not be able to use him. Right. So then we zip on over to the DEO where William has met uh, Alex. Right. Because it's just an open door policy. The DEO. And they just let him into the interrogation where they're interrogating the... Um, tattoo. Tattoo. Chick. Chick. Yeah. Right. Um, and that's when he jumps in and tries to attack her over the table and correct. all these things that are absolutely ridiculous in there. And then you find out that his friend was killed by one of these assassins, right. Rip Roar. Rip Roar, who we then it's see... An awful name. Yeah. Is really Doc Ock from Spider-Man. I actually put the Doc Ock <laughs> knockoff steals a case from the military. Yeah, it's a really weird tech set and yeah. identity and yeah. So... Right after he reveals all that information is then when this, we switch over to fake Doc right. Ock. Well, because, yeah, and he broke into Lex's vault because they keep leaving that stuff around easy to get. Yep. And if it's only all... there was a fortress somewhere of where people were had solitude that you could put these weapons of Lex's that nobody knew where it was. Where nobody would see far, far away. Yeah. If, you know, if only a... there was something like that that we'd seen on this show before. Thankfully. Oh, wait. Yeah. So then we have a little Kara and John heart to heart. Yeah. Little, you know, heart to heart. That's literally all I put was Kara and John heart to heart. Then we get the next item stolen well, from the what, Yeah, Kara and John had the heart to heart. He She asked him to look into his buddy. Right. Yeah. And, th- oh, that's right. To look into, um, oh, I forgot the guy's name. Russell's disappearance. Russell, Russell, yes. Then we get the marathon laser that is stolen from the Lex Luthor vault. Right. Because, again, why not just steal Lex's stuff from the vault? Yeah, yeah. No reason to put that away anywhere. Right. Uh, like I said, there's no, there's no fortress anywhere in the world that you could put that. Um, and then I have, they're going to use the tattoo bugs to find the gun. Nothing possibly could go wrong here. So right, and of course Brainy, who... They're going to infect Brainy with the bugs. I have to say that that throughout the episode, and I remarked this at the end of the episode, but I enjoy his overacting so much. It is so fresh. 
it's refreshing because he's just having funny. He just goes goes for it every time. Yep, all in over the top where yep. everybody else is so subdued on this show. And he's just, there's there's a line later that was fantastic. Lena and Malfic are talking. Lena wants to study his brain. Malfic wants to kill John, but there's a block in place that right. will not allow him to harm his brother. Right. If Lena removes the block, he will help her. He will help her scan his brain to learn how to do the inception thing. Right. Because Q waves are like sonar. Yes. Because yeah. So Lena agrees to remove the block. Yep. So she can study the brain. And I put here because as I was watching the episode, I put supervillain activate. <laughs> because that's exactly what it looks like. Right. And that's what you're led to believe at this point in time is that she's going all in supervillain. Right. Okay. So now Brainy's the guinea pig, and I put here uh, great acting. And I'm sure your line is what comes the, is it the, the, the code word to turn him on and off from no, the bunk? it's not in this one. It's not that, but that's good too. Okay. What was so, that? So the line to turn him on and off is uh, pop quiz hotshot from Speed. Speed. The Keanu Reeves line. Right. And that turns him on and off from... The Dennis Hopper line. The Dennis Hopper line. It turns his... So he sectioned his brain off so that the bugs only infect like part of his brain. Right. It's like he firewalled his brain. he's got a 12th level intellect, so you can right. do that stuff. So <laughs> his acting in this, this is where he was like over the top. It was great. And they got so fed up with him. And annoyed with them that as they were leaving, she just threw the line over her shoulder as she's walking out of the cell. And he was just kind of sitting there like, did it work? What right. happened? Like, that was awesome. I loved, I really did. That was the best part of the entire episode. Cut there and I'm good. Then the Leviathan lady shows up because she's the one that wants the laser stolen. Right. Which they, they foreshadowed in the, la the last episode about Leviathan. Right. Lena wants to map the frequencies from Malfix's brain. And brings in three alien creatures right. for him to uh, do the mind control -y thing on. Right. Okay. And there's like there's like uh like a Daxamite one, a, a middle level one, a and then Terran one, the and guy. a Maladoran. Right. That's the Maladorian. Really, that's the really hardcore bad guy one. Yeah, it's the, the they're crazy like little one. lizard. It's more wild than anything on Earth, I think she's, or meaner than anything on Earth, or right. something like that. Yeah. Right. But that before, right, right around then too, we also have Kelly wandering around the DEO because, well, yeah, anybody that wants to get find this super secret, well, headquarters. Yeah, all you gotta do is watch where Supergirl flies in and yeah, out. Yeah, it's so crazy. Right in the office building in the middle of the city. Yeah, at least Star Labs. Like obviously, everybody knows where Star Labs is because it's a big building that says Star Labs on it. Right, but it's not in the middle of the city. But like this secret government agency that's not even a public government agency that right. everybody knows how to get there is crazy. It was way better when it was further away. It was way better when it was secret, like two years ago. <laughs> what when that? And then Kelly's going to bring the lenses to dinner so they can both wear lenses while they hang out with each other. Right, because that's they're they're totally going all in on the the. It it legitimately is a Ready Player One ripoff. Yeah, it's like one hundred percent. Yeah, why wouldn't you go to dinner to <clears throat> put in lenses to watch something else? Exactly. Well. Now we get to where Kara breaks into Andrew's yeah. office. And William shows up. Of course. While William is trying to hack the computer, Kara does her x-ray vision thingy and finds the secret wall with the secret panel right. and 
pulls out the uh, while he's shocked that there's encryption in a firewall on Lena or on uh, Andrea's computer. Right, and that just passwords won't work randomly. Yeah, he's just surprised that it's hard, so hard to hack into this billionaire's computer. So Kara finds a box, and in the box there's pictures. Right, there's money, foreign money, foreign money, which, which is suspect, always even suspect. though she's a foreign, <clears throat> yes, person who has money or, probably from somewhere else, and she's a business owner. <laughs> Yeah. That flies not, all not over the super world. shady. No. Okay. But the picture, picture is of Andrea and Russell. Right. In front of a uh, phone booth. Right. And then we get the flashback of the relationship from William's perspective. Right. Of Andrea and Russell. Right. And then I have Kara and William have a heart to heart. Right. And then you find out that Russell might not be dead. Right. Which... I already figured that out, but thanks. Yes, I pretty much did. Especially because you didn't even shave the dude. No. You left the same beard on. Yep. The current day that you did back in the day. Yep. And uh, I guess somehow through all this, I, I realized during this scene that William still has not figured out she's Supergirl. No, she hasn't. Which or is he hasn't. which means he's a horrible reporter. Yeah, that's pretty bad. But uh, Rip Roar and Supergirl have a fight. Yeah. Uh, she she finds where he's at. They right. have a fight, and he shoots her with the marathon laser. And no, it's a different out. thing. It was a. Uh, was it a different thing? It is. I wrote down what oh. it was somewhere, and I erased what it was. But it was not the marathon laser. It was something else. A fusion cannon. Fusion cannon from the future. From the future. That then they're going to. That's what Brainy said. In a hundred years, it'll be called a fusion cannon, and that's going to get merged with the marathon laser. And then. Yes. And this is where his overacting for me was fantastic when Brainy said he's if I was a supervillain, <laughs> which I'm not. That was This is what I would do. So awesome. <laughs> that was so awesome. Uh, this I have uh, John rescued Kara off camera. Right. And this is where I wrote before this that Rip Roar was Russell, by the way, when they got in the fight. As soon as I saw him I said, Oh yeah, that's uh, Right. That's how that's going. Uh, so uh, yeah, Supergirl was hit with a fusion laser. Russ is still alive, question mark. And then we go back to Lena, who has successfully mapped the Q waves from Malphic. Right. And then we go back to the DEO. And they think that Rip Roar... Ugh, I don't even want to say that name. It's really bad. Yeah, it's pretty horrible. ...will use the laser, fusion laser, to melt the ice cap at Lake Volstock... In Russia. Right. Which will then release a tidal wave that will impact the entire western coast right. of the United States. Cause a glacier geyser. A glacier geyser. <laughs> glacier geyser. Remember right. that, everyone. Glacier geyser. And we flash back to the office. Andrea and William were there. Andrea flips out on... Or William flips out on Andrea, and then we realize it's just in his VR headspace. Right. Um, so, uh, Rip Roar yeah. rips into the water. Oof. <laughs> Yeah. I wrote that. That's good. Rip Roar rips into the ice with the fusion laser from the future that he built in the present. The Pacific Coast now has one hour. No, 12 minutes. 12 minutes? Every second, it's 3.2 cubic miles. Okay. Which they don't seem to be in a rush. No. Well, because, you know, they're fast. fast. And uh, he said in 12 minutes, everything will be taken out. So... Supergirl and John, who doesn't even pretend to change into the Martian anymore, right. show up and capture Rip Roar. 
Well, they had to spend all the special effects money on those Doc Ock arms. <laughs> they couldn't afford the Martian for him or Phil Lamar. So then I have Kelly is at dinner alone and goes into the Matrix. <laughs> that and not even just that. So now we see see this right Pacific Coast, these tidal waves coming in, right? And we get all these people that decided to watch the launch of this program in the middle of the street. Like walking yeah. down the street and just said, I'm going to stop right here. Yes. Or um, whatever they're doing, they just decided to stop all of a sudden, which is crazy. Yes. And Dreamer has crazy force field powers. Dude, I didn't even get to that yet. But that, <laughs> so I have... To stop the tidal wave. William confronts Andrea about everything, but he was also in the Matrix. Right. John and Kara figure out that for them to stop the ice geyser... What are the geyser? glacier geyser. Glacier geyser, sorry. They have to fly around the base of they it. to Barry Allen it. In sync. Yeah. They have to be perfectly in sync when they the do this. Worst they were, piece of acting I've ever they seen were David Harris. Very, do. very, very specific about the in sync part. Yeah. And it's a shame Danny's not here to talk about in sync. Oh hi Danny. <laughs> um at the moment, Danny, you're playing Call of Duty. Uh, as I can see on my Xbox. Anyway, so Dreamer has another new power, and that's her force field that doesn't just stop the tidal wave. I, I think they've shown that before. I think Have it's they? part of the costume, but, but I, I don't she doesn't just why stop they it. that. She evaporates it. Yeah. Kind of like Superman would do with his heat vision. Yeah, well, so in, in the Legion of Superheroes mythology, right, Brainy has a force field. That's his big thing. Okay. She has a force field projector. Okay. I, I think they worked that into Dreamer's. Okay, makes sense. So Alex is at the waterfront, yeah, trying to save people. Yeah, Kelly happens to be in the restaurant above the waterfront. Yeah, and she comes out of the matrix mm -hmm. and watches Alex selflessly throwing herself in front of people and helping them and doing her, you know, right. The EOS. and using the for, uh, for another force field. Yes, so they introduced the force field was like two seasons ago. They really played with it, or last year sometime. Okay, yeah, and I have, yay, Dreamer evaporated the tidal wave while Supergirl used cold breath on the geyser. So after they fly around the geyser for a couple of minutes. Yeah, to get the flow to reverse. Then she ices it right. with her ice breath. Cool. Right. Uh, Rip Roar, back at the DEO, has the wonderful Truth Seeker right. on and will not answer any questions. Because the armor is biologically tied to him. Right. Right. And uh, he has no control because it looks like Leviathan's the one that probably set him up, not Andrea. We'll right. find that out. So then I have, and I guess I'm a little funny on what happened here. Brainy found something. Kelly is upset at the TV, crying so, in the bathroom. Nia finds her. They talk. Right. So Kelly's traumatized because her f previous fiance died on the front lines. She had PTSD. And now she realizes that Alex puts her in the same thing. And, and they're just going to keep wrecking Alex's relationships every time because that's what they do to that character, which is, I don't know why. Right. That's their take with that, but it's it's tiresome. Until the end of the episode where Kelly and Alex make up and have a nice, quiet Yeah, but it, looks, and... but it looks like Kelly went there to break up with her is how the acting comes across, where right. that was the plan. And it looks like that's still going to happen because the, the hug she gave Alex was half-hearted. Right. Um. The, the last line of notes that I have says, Kara talks to William, Rip Roar is Russell, Andrea and the Leviathan old lady are talking. Right. Only other piece that, that happened in there is um, we cut back to Lena and uh, yes. Malikov, and 
he thinks I he has his plan together to get rid of John now that she removed the metal blocks. And you find out Lena did not remove the blocks. No, from him. she didn't. So and she, she would never do that because she doesn't want him to hurt anybody. And that for that brief moment, you're like, well, she's not going to be a supervillain then, right? And then her eyes light up green, right? Because well, to stop him from attacking, right? So right. she now has the Inception, which the Inception was the whole power. point of using the the stuff, right? Right. So. This episode, I would give a two. <laughs> like yeah, Brainy Super brings Girl's it rough. to a four or five. Yeah, it was not good. And no, the, and there was and I I mean I get it. You can't have every episode have a have have a crisis tie in. There was nothing no. even related to it. No, and I I think the problem is it's 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 not interesting. No, like it's, it's just not. the villains aren't interesting. Nope. The the bad scene isn't interesting. It it all feels like stuff that we've seen before. And that, that could be because we're we're four to six epi- shows in on the CW at this point, right? And you know the CW has their formula no matter what. And I personally never watched anything on UPN or the WB or the CW except for like three seasons of Supernatural back in the day. So I know that it gets formulaic. Yes. Well, but now we're six shows into the same formula. Smallville for the first handful of seasons was very villain of the week formularic right and then they started to do like they would sprinkle in a plot that would last the whole season and then they started doing that a little bit more and a little bit more and it wasn't so much villain of the week as it was it became right a better show. and I'm, I'm fine with the villain of the week format yeah. and and like then it, some stuff happens as you go but it, at least make them interesting right like this was so like you could you knew it was Russell, so there was no big shock at the end of the episode, which yeah. is wow. It seemed like they were like nobody's going to get this. Uh, yeah, everybody knew, right? It's a shame, but and they did say they they've said this at least four or five different times that I've seen now that just because there's a Superman show coming does not mean that Supergirl is ending. Right. I think the smart thing would be to fold it into the Flash, and if you're going to do 24 episodes, do 24 episodes. Yeah, if if they're like bringing a, a more more shows, I mean, the CW I don't think can honestly support seven no, superhero shows. They're gonna they're gonna Though grind from, it. In from the what dust. I understand, Black Lightning's not gonna probably make it through the season. So. No, and is but not like it killed off. Just the shows is, even worse than these two. <laughs> Jesus, that's um, bad. Season one was great, and every other yeah, report I've heard, that. season one was fantastic. Season two was rough. Season three is worse than season two. Yeah, so, I. But that that's that's it for Supergirl. That there. was it for Supergirl. Now we get to uh, we go to the Flash, and the name of the episode, Jack. You loved it so much. It's kiss, kiss, breach, breach. I really I enjoyed the name of the episode. Yeah. So we'll jump right in with the Flash. The Flash starts off with uh, Cisco sitting at his desk, kind of hunched over in black and white, and all these people come in with guns to arrest him. Mm-hmm. And then we do the twelve hour earlier's. Right. So that was the present. Now we're going to go back in time and show you what happened. So Barry and Iris, Barry and a freshly permed Iris. Well, no, that's just her natural hair. Oh, really? Yeah, she didn't straighten it from us. They actually made a big deal about that. Oh, no shit. I didn't know uh, that. Where she's going to finally start letting her hair have its natural. Oh, okay. I mean, I didn't it. have a problem with it. I just, it was completely different. Yeah. So they, they're, they're going to go on vacation. Yep. So let's get rid of them for an episode. Right. Because again, like we said earlier, like... Shows the Flash, but let's... I don't hate a Cisco-centered episode because he's usually strong enough 
a yeah. character. So what Cisco has done, because see, Barry's doing this because he wants Cisco to lead the team when he's gone. Right. So he's going to give him this shot, and they're going to take a vacation since he only has a little bit of time left on this earth. Yeah, which why wouldn't you do? Right. So what Cisco does is Cisco creates an AI called Barry. Did you get the name, like what the initials did for it? I forget okay, what they too. did, but yeah, it was... Yeah, me too. Yeah. It was basically a, a, an, an artificial intelligence that Cisco would input a problem and the AI would tell Cisco what Barry Allen would do. Right. Which Barry's and, made a lot of questionable choices, so I don't know why you would pick what Barry would do. I mean, they, they, it was cute with the I testing. I mean, everything's going to be run. Run. So what's the answer? It's run faster. Go back in time, run faster. Right. Go into the speed force. It's, but the testing of it was kind of cute. When he was asking it a couple of questions, what's your favorite movie? And the AI said Jurassic Park. And Barry's like, no, it's Empire Strikes Back. And he's like, but no, wait, it really is Jurassic Park. Right. Yeah, Th- That was cute. And the 18 references. Yes. A lot of 18. Oh, oh, I have that. That Cisco's middle name is Baracus. Right. Because his mom loved the A-team. So, B.A. Baracus. And Ralph would definitely be Murdoch. Yes. Ralph, yeah. He could actually play Murdoch. He looks similar to the guy. He that really does. Be, he'd do well at that. So Barry and Iris go on vacation, and we zip over to the sewer where Nash is trying to knock a wall down, and Joe follows him in. Right. And they scuffle, and Nash causes an explosion Yep. to trap two people together with a little bit of oxygen. Yeah. Never seen that. Yeah. Super exciting. Yeah. So Joe and Nash are trapped in the sewer in front of the hallway where the monitor or anti-monitor has been hiding. Right. Cool. Okay. So now we go back to Cisco and his girlfriend sleeping together. Right. And Cisco's been sleepwalking. Right. So he wakes up almost cutting his hair. Yeah. Not as not as risque as when we cut to them sleeping together. They were actually sleeping. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yes. This was actual sleeping. There was no sex. And then, uh, yeah, all that, and he slips with an, oh, I love you. Yeah, I have that. And I what, I what I remember from this that I didn't write down, but I remember was he hands her the scissors, and he says, hide these. And right. she just puts them on the table <laughs> next right. to her. Literally, yeah. right there. It's like, I'll hide them in plain sight where we can both reach them easily. Literally beside her. Yeah. That's my new thing now, is the literally. And then while they're lo- loading there, oh, look, a portal. Yeah, a portal with scissors. He opens the portal with yeah. like a knife or scissors. I thought it was a zipper. I did, thought it was like a knife. Maybe it was. But, but it's Breacher. Bre- I, I I wrote, Breacher shows up, Cynthia's dead, that sucks. That's how I That's how I wrote it. Killed by Echo. Killed by Echo. Cynthia, the actress that plays Cynthia, I think is on another TV show. She is. She's on, um, I think, the one with um, Misty Knight from Luke Cage. Simone Messick. Okay. Okay. So... Uh, Cynthia was killed by a hacker named Echo. Uh, Breacher wants Vibe to help, but, uh, oh, what's her name? Camilla? No. Is it Camilla? Yeah. Camilla. Sounds good. Is the one that tells Breacher that Cisco is no longer Vibe. Right. But I'll help you anyway. Right. But that, my, my, my question with that already was like, so his powers are probably just suppressed. They're not gone. He'll have them back And he said, and he said that. Right. He, Breacher said that you're, uh, what is it, the psychosis? Uh, right, is because you're trying to suppress your powers. Right, and so Cisco's like, but issues. I didn't suppress them, I got rid of them. 
Right. So I thought the same thing. I thought, okay, yeah. well, that's how it's going to happen is they're just going to come back because this cure doesn't work and you really can't get rid of these powers. Right. And then out of nowhere, we have Cisco, who's been pretty fully functioning for five seasons so far, now has to ask Barry for everything that right. he does. The right. computer. Right. Yeah, which um, doesn't make sense. No. But. So then we flash back to Nash and Joe yep. in the sewer, and there's no cell service. And Nash is kind of freaking out. Yeah, well, he's he's working to get him out. Right. He's working on the, on the rocks. And, and Joe's just sitting there, yeah. calm as can be, basically telling him, my people will know that I disappeared, and someone will come and find me. Right. I'm the captain of the police, even though I act like I'm a lone <laughs> yep. wolf, you know. Yep. But he know, he's assured that someone will show right. up. It was at this point that, in my head, I thought that Barry would come and save him. That's what I thought at that okay. point in time. Because that's usually what happens. Right. Uh, then we go to Nash shooting a laser at the rocks to try and... Uh, right, and then it... It explodes. It hits like a gas line or something. And it burns off more oxygen. Yep. And, so, yeah. in the episode Time Code, while I was watching it, there was 43 minutes on the episode left. They had 42 minutes of air left. <laughs> Look, Just the Flash is good that. with that. No. Just wanted to make sure that that was Like, voted. conveniently, the crisis has been happening all season on the date of this winter finale. Yep. Yep. I put, in my note, I put 42 minutes to breathe in a 45-minute show, gasp. Right. Because without commercials, it's for about 45 minutes. So, uh, Frost, then we zip over to Frost, who's with the uh, one-eyed DJ guy. Frost, and, yeah, and the snake guy are going after the bad guy. Yes. And then Dibney shows up. Right. And Frost, they still can't decide on on the eyes or the look nope. or how this works. Nope. Because Frost shouldn't ever have normal eyes. Nope. Then, she then she's Caitlin. Yep. But they keep doing that. Um, Which, congrats to Danielle Panabaker, by the way. Just now she's having a kid. Is she? Yeah. Oh, that's Due nice. Due in May, I think. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. So Frost is feeling, feeling guilty about Ramsey. Dibney gives her a Dibney speech. Right. To help her out. I'm cool with that. I I, I dig Rock. No, I, dig I like Ralph. Sp- yeah. yeah. So, now, Cisco, along with his new sidekick, Camilla, zip over to the crime scene, and Earth-19's CSI team is there. And then I have Techno Talk. Yeah, and there was, the crime scene was demolecularized. Right. And a bunch of stuff, and of course, Camilla goes with Breacher and Cisco because she's an expert in crime scenes. She is. She's a photographer, right? Yeah, just a photographer. Okay, yeah. just checking. Just did an art show. Yep. Yeah. That's right. The one that... But why wouldn't you take her? Right. Um, so Cisco has an idea, and his girlfriend's going to help. Right. And then we zip back into the sewer, yep. where Joe and Nash are there, and Joe has a story. Yeah, and they're having a heart-to-heart. Because Joe always has a story. My, my prediction based on that story is that Joe's going to be the one that dies in crisis, not Barry. Ooh, really? Yeah. Oh, that would suck. I like him. Based on the, the way the conversation and then going forward, you now get Barry dealing with losing his surrogate father and Iris losing her actual father and what the ramifications of that are for the show going forward. I like that. I mean, I don't like it. Because Just based I on how they Joe keep go. using Joe in these episodes, right. it feels like Joe's having a heart-to-heart with every character, the way setting back- him up. Right. Well, he did have back in- He did have a big back injury. Yeah, but that was last year, and right. he came back. 
Um, where am I at here? Uh, and so, this is about the point when they kill off the elder statesman, because Paul Blackthorne got killed off in season six of Arrow. Oh, really? So this is about when they get rid of the old guy. Ah, uh, that's a shame. I like Paul Blackthorne. He was great. He was great. I wonder if there's any news on him in the Arrow recap. No? No. You don't know? I don't know. Oh. Oh. We'll talk about it in Arrow. <laughs> so um, we go back to Star Labs, where Cisco and Breacher are cooking up a way, or Cisco's cooking up a way, to kind of jumpstart his vibe powers with a vibe machine. Right. And get a vibe off the gun casing. Yes. So there's no Q waves involved in any of this episode. Thankfully. Yes. Wrong Earth. That's why. Ah, that's it. That's right. That's right. So he he rigs up this machine where he'll be able to vibe the casing and he gets to watch Cynthia's death. Right. They do a really good job of not showing her face. They did. They did a really, really good job. Yeah. Her long hair, and I thought that was really well done. Yeah. Um that you could still use her and the body build looked the same yeah. for, for the yeah, brief good job that you it. saw it. Yeah. So Breacher gets to watch all of this go on. Meanwhile, Camilla is Camilla watching too? No. Okay. But Camilla finds the gun. Yeah. Well, in the I think she hears what's going on. She, so she goes there something starts beeping on the on the computer. Right. And she and goes she sees that the gun's in the building. In the toolbox. Right. She goes to Cisco's toolbox and finds the gun. And here's where I'll give them props. She picked the gun up with a towel. Right. She didn't, gr- She didn't like, she didn't handle it. Like, I mean, not thinking you went over, you're going to grab the gun with your hand. So now there's no, you know what I mean? I, right. I, I thought that was pretty well thought out in the fact that they did it that way. Uh, let's see, where are we at? Uh, Cisco is Echo. Right. So you find you finally get to see Echo's face, and they try and tell you that's because of the psychosis and make you feel like that's that Cisco and that's what he thinks. Right. That that we believe, or you're led to believe that this Cisco, the our Cisco, is the bad Cisco. Right. And Breacher gives him 24 hours to put his affairs in order. And you would think that somebody like Breacher and these Bureau from Earth 19 would have mentioned, "Hey, you know, there's an antimatter wave wiping out Earths." Right. No, but we don't bring didn't. that up yet. No. Why, why would we? Uh, apparently, the breachers, though, can can put uh, a force field around an Earth to keep breachers from breaching. Right. It's a lot of breaching. Yeah. Um, so, I also kind of don't like... It seems like they dumb down Breacher a little bit. Like, if he's been doing this for so well, long... he retired, though. Right, but he still has the knowledge yeah. of these things, and they kind of just make them... They kind of almost dumb them down a little bit. Too much. I agree. Uh, I'm not a huge fan of how they, they played his character in this one. No. So, um. yeah, Breacher thinks it's Cisco. He thinks it has to do with the psychosis and a sleepwalk-in. And right. He has all the symptoms. And... Then we cut back over. Then we cut back... To Joe and To Nash. the sewer. The rocks jumble. And who is it that saves Joe and, and Nash? It's Ralph. It's Ralph. Because Ralph did some detective work. Right. Ralph went looking for Joe, found Joe's car, looked in the car, saw some notes. Right. Which I I, I wish this show hadn't introduced Ralph the way that they had as like this bumbling right. 
detective because now they're trying to make him the way that he should be. Right. This is one of the greatest detectives, and it's like, oh, well, it's hard to buy this guy as having been a really good detective all this time. Right, when he was an alcoholic loser, basically. They got is. drummed out of the force and couldn't hold a detective. Yeah, it's, it's... And now all of a sudden, he's cracking everything. Yeah, I wish, I wish they hadn't started him the way they did. Uh... But I'm glad they're fixing it. So am I. I, I do. I, he's one of the characters I really, really enjoy over the whole episode. Right. Over and all then, the then we get Caitlin back, maybe? It is Caitlin herself. We think. Not Frost. It's actually Caitlin. Yeah. Maybe. And Ramsey. Yeah. And they have a back and forth little chatter and, you know, my mom loved you and blah, blah, blah. And uh, she tries to appeal to his better side and... Well, and she worked for Ramsey's mom. I don't know if we knew that before, did we? Yes. I guess we did. That she they, worked they for They did him. mention that. They they kind of jumbled that And then that she started way. her career out working for Ramsey's mom. Correct. Yeah. So they go back and forth, and he, she tries to appeal to him, and it doesn't work. And he basically grabs her and tells her, next time I see you, I'm going to kill you. Right. No frost at all at this point. Because why would frost come out right then? No. No point. And protect her. No point. Uh, Camilla and Cisco then have a heart to heart. Right. And hold on. Cisco surrenders. Pages. Yes. So Camilla is the one that actually figures all this out. Right. Through their heart to heart talk of what happens. So Cisco surrenders. And then we flash to the present of the show where Cisco is sitting there and they all come in to get him. And Cisco looks at Breacher and says all the information's in the hollow cube, mm-hmm. right? And then they go to grab him. Cisco's a hologram. Right. Then the force field goes up in the office. Nobody can get out. Right. But what they had done before that was they dropped the breaching force field around the Earth so that Cisco could breach to the warehouse. Right. Because he knew that Echo was still at the warehouse trying to get off the Earth. Right. Okay. Uh, so here, here do I have it? Cisco surrenders. Cisco hologram. Force field traps everybody in the lab. Cisco breaches the crime scene. Cisco finds Echo. Evil Cisco is awesome. Yeah, and tells him everything they did. He hacked the white noise machine, and that's how he made Cisco think he was sleepwalking and having psychos. So maybe Cisco doesn't have his powers. It's possible. I still think that they they left a uh, they left a trail of breadcrumbs for him to get them back. Right. Uh, I then. So, Evil Cisco is awesome, but the Cisco-Cisco fight was kind of, eh, it wasn't the best. Yeah, it was really late when I watched that part, so I might have yeah. faded. It, was, it wasn't the best, and then Cisco catches the bad guy. Yay. Yes. Um, <laughs> Breacher says bye to Breacher. That's weird. That's cool. And then there's an awkward goodbye after Cisco says that he loves Camilla. Right. What's not to love? And then there's awkwardness, and even... Preacher's like, awkward. Right. And then leaves. That was kind of neat. That was kind of cool. And uh, yeah, and we get Frost as a doctor now. Frost is a... Because she's white hair, so it's Frost. Okay, yes. She's checking That's Joe's right. vitals and doing a full diagnosis of him. As Frost. Yeah. Not no, as Caitlin. No, they got to figure that out. It's driving me nuts. <sighs> then Barry comes home. Yep. Everybody learns lessons. Yep. That's what I put is Barry's home, lessons learned. Um... And Nash is going to save Barry. Nash knows how to save Barry. Ah, uh, it was the episode had good moments. Yeah, it was fine. It it was it was okay. It was yeah, like you said, the Joe thing is. I, I get that. I didn't see. I totally didn't see that. Um, 
that they were set. They might. Yeah, be I used. feel like that's the way we're going to go, and and Joe's going to make a deal to sacrifice himself for Barry. That's that would be in line with something that Joe does. Yeah. I, again, I enjoyed it. Uh, I, I'm sorry, I enjoyed it. I would give that maybe a six. Yeah, it wasn't one of their stronger episodes, no. but that goes back to again, like I, I feel like all of these shows, the strongest episodes are when your lead character is right. The, lead right so you're um, you're basically so it seems so full so in batwoman in supergirl for the most part well not so much supergirl but in batwoman and the flash they kind of took the superhero out of the show and yeah. relied on supporting characters for both of those episodes mm-hmm. for the most part i mean kate was in a lot of the episode in batwoman but she was also not batwoman for more than like no and she minutes. just stands there she doesn't act most of the time <laughs> she just stands there and lets people act around her <laughs> That's why she got the job, maybe. Yeah, I guess. Um, so before we start with the Arrow episode, the news that I was talking about was that Paul Blackthorne has confirmed he will be in the finale. That he's coming back. Okay. So, I mean, again, it, it I makes... I mean, that's lo- fine. I, I, I don't see why they wouldn't bring everybody back. <laughs> no, to, yeah, I mean, if they're... Because I, I think there's an episode after Crisis for Arrow, isn't there? Yeah, that there's one or two before, the, before he's done done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like so, one or two... Because they're filming that right now. They yes. Just, well... They filmed the last time with him in the suit. <coughs> yes. Yeah. His, uh, his, his, again, we've said it before, but his social media game is really good. Yeah. Um, it's a little too good for me because I, I don't need all that. No, I don't want to see everything. I And luckily for me, uh, Twitter at work is blocked on our work computers. So anytime something comes up and I'm like browsing on the web, right. I'm too lazy always to pick up my phone and go yeah, to Twitter. So I don't look at a lot of it. But now, the uh, the final episode of our little recap, as always, is Arrow, and it's still my favorite. Yeah. I thoroughly enjoyed this episode on many different levels. Uh, this episode is called Present Tense. So when we ended the last episode, the kids had come forward in time. Wait. Back in back time. Back in time. Sorry. Right. The kids had come back in time. And the... So I don't have a ton of notes on this. So they, they come back in time. They... Talk about who they are. Right. You have the the reunion between Oliver and William. So that... And Mia a little salty. I thought that the scene between William and Oliver was so awesome. The acting was beautifully done. Oh, yeah. And it definitely carried the weight of that meeting. Like, he te- he, he hasn't seen his father... In 40 years, maybe? 30 years? No. Has it been that long? No. Well, wait. 2019 to 2040. 21. 21 years. So my math sucks. It's it's as old as Mia is. Right. how long it's been since he saw him, right? But for Oliver, it's only been months or a year since he saw him as a kid. It's been a year, I think, is how he planned it. Right. Because we found out that Felicity was pregnant after. So really, Arrow should be in like 2020 right now. Okay. It should be a little bit ahead based on the the time jump at the end of last season. Right. Um, which doesn't line up with the rest of the shows now, so that's interesting. I hadn't even thought of that. But anyway, um, yeah. So you, you get you get William there, and you get that reconciliation. They go back to Oliver's apartment. Yes, and a bunch of awkward old memories. I liked the yeah, and I like I liked the uh, William coming out scene. It was great because Oliver was just like, I know. Yeah, I've known. I, it's they're really letting Stephen Amell act this season, which He's- I. I'm looking forward to what he does after Arrow now because I've yes. finally gotten to see him act. And yes. it might be, you know, this might just be their their method with it because him in the early seasons is very similar to how Ruby Rose is in Batwoman. Yeah. Where it was very stoic and not great acting and the rating wasn't there for it. And maybe that'll have the same evolution. I 
pray to God that show doesn't last eight seasons. But <laughs> but maybe it'll go the same way where as it as it progresses, they start to give her some. Get them, puppy. And hopefully these shows realize with what they're letting Stephen Amell do in these episodes that you can let your lead lead act yeah. and actually lead. Um. So nobody wants to tell they they don't want to tell Felicity anything. Right. At this point, because at this point, Felicity is actually Felicity is alive, but in hiding at the cabin with Mia, with baby Mia. And depending on your time travel rules, that's weird. That can make stuff blow up. Yes, it could. <laughs> um, I don't know if it's back to the future rules or end game rules or flashpoint on, rules it de- or it depends on which time rules you post flashpoint rules. But they don't want to tell Felicity because they don't want to risk ruining the timeline. Right. Or Legends of Tomorrow rules. Legends of Tomorrow don't have rules. <laughs> they did. They had very rigid rules at first. Yeah, now they have yeah, no rules. Yeah. So, um, so then the Deathstroke gang bombed a hospital. Nobody, yeah, nobody in the, nobody from the future wants to tell anybody in the past what happens in the future, right? Because they think it's going to screw up the timeline, which is typical time travel thinking, right? Okay. Yes, the Deathstroke gang blows up a hospital. In a crazy way. I mean, the dude in the wheelchair, and then just he has a bomb inside of him. Yep, kind of like... Uh, so they push through, and you can see it through his ribcage, which was nuts. It was exactly like Dark Knight Rises. Yeah. With the Joker. And then he goes in, and that's the same doctor that's been all the seasons. Oh, really? Yeah, she's been there. She was the one that pronounced Laurel dead. She was the one that saved Felicity. Uh, is she de- Did she die in this? It blew up. I don't know. Oh. But I thought that was cool. She knows Oliver's arrow. That okay. doctor. Okay. So I thought that was cool. L- um, little nod. Curtis shows up in the bunker with a beard. Yeah. It was very good to see him again. I, I like him. He's always very um, fast wordy. Yeah. And it was, it's, yeah, it's, it, it's, it's such a departure from the comic books. And I, after he's been on this show, I finally started reading the comics. Really? With that version of Mr. Terrific in him. Yeah. And, like, it doesn't line up at all. No. But I really like the way that, that Curtis on this show is played. So do I. Uh, I like, I guess it's kind of like, uh, or not, kinda, I like uh, when when William sits down at the computer and uh, the one comment he makes about, wow, Mom sure did play fast and loose with the Fourth Amendment. Right. right. And uh, uh, what you call it? Um, Curtis was just like, eh. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, we find out. Oh, so they go to, so because the Deathstrokes are in the past, and Con- so Connor and, and well, so and, they think it's the Deathstrokes came back from the future with them, right? Um, so, and before they go after him, we find out that Renee's thinking about running for mayor. Yes, so it's kind of he wants to know what's going on with Zoe, right? And they don't, nobody's telling him anything. And Connor calls Diggle Dad, and it freaks John out, right? Because at this point in time, Connor's just this little kid and not adopted, right? Uh, so do that, and then so the kids went after the Deathstroke gang, though, right? Without but, telling the adults, of course, because that always works. And then Green Arrow shows up to save the day. Well, they get in trouble. They think that it's the crew back from the future, but when they go and they stop the boss, it's not JJ. It's Grant, right? Wilson, right? Which is um, which is Deathstroke's son, Deathstroke's Slade Wilson's son. kid, his oldest kid, right? Which I think he only has one in this universe. Yeah. So they go to the place where they know that the Deathstrokes were born. Like right. The Deathstroke gang was born. And well, their future headquarters. Their future headquarters. And Mia walks in and steps on a pressure plate. Right. Okay. And the original crew, like you said, the adults show up and the they save them. 
<laughs> yes. And they save all the kids. Of course, they save all the kids. Um, and they get out and they stop the pressure plate and all that good stuff. And then this they... was where I noticed that Diggle was in green. Like, yeah. I hadn't noticed before yeah. this. Now I noticed that the, the, the everything, everything is all yeah. green. And I, I, I'm like, okay, okay, I get you. And okay. then they get him back and they tell everybody about the future. Right. So the kids come clean about everything. And Mia and Oliver have this. Yeah, I have like Diggle and Connor have it out. Renee's upset about Zoe and Mia and Oliver have it out. Yes. There was a there's some more good acting. Kate yeah. Kate McNamara is not a bad actress either. She was great on Shadowhunters. I never watched it. I, I see her promoting it all the time on her on her Instagram. Yeah, it just ended. Like okay. while she's been on Arrow, the final season of that era, because they held on to the second half of the last season for right. like a year. But there there you could really I, I mean I really it was very emotionally it was a very up and down emotional episode. Yeah. There was a lot of of stuff from the past and it was I really like how they did it they've Arrow so far again it's hitting on all cylinders for me yeah there is it was definitely a relationship driven episode but it was relationship driven with the leads of the show right I feel like Diggle they don't really give him a chance to act very often no and when they do he's great right so Diggle is trying to get a hold of Lila but she's unavailable at this point in time right and Connor, so JJ and or not JJ. I'm sorry. So Diggle and Connor kind of rectify. No, with, not, not yet. yet. They're still fighting. No. Okay. So I so have. We get that. Those guys. Everybody has it out with everybody. Right. Everybody's um, mad at and everybody. Mia storms off. Right. And then Laurel shows up to help her because if there's anybody that can uh, know that Oliver can be a dick, it's Laurel. That was great. She's like, I guess you're here to stop me, and she's like, No, I would never do anything Oliver Queen says. No offense. Right. And then, and then we get that, and they're off searching, right? In the, right. The, for the Deathstroke Dang. And then Dinah, and Dinah goes and has a talk with John. Yes. And they have a heart-to-heart, which turns him around on right. the fight with Connor when he said, you're not my son. Right. And all this, and, and my son wouldn't have let that happen to JJ. And then she went and had a talk with Renee. Right. She did a lot of heavy emotional lifting Cause Zoe, with the characters. Because Renee was with Zoe, and Renee doesn't know how to act around Zoe now. Right. And Renee's still thinking about running for mayor for some reason. Well, because I... Yeah. I don't know. I mean, look, he was like a street punk three years ago, I and know. now he's going to run. He was going to go to jail. He was yeah. a federal witness against Oliver. We have ignored all that. Okay. So, then we have... Everybody decides they're going to work together. Curtis gets all excited because they're all standing in a bunker. And he's like, are you going to say it now? Is it this time? This is my favorite part. Yeah. Yeah. This is my favorite part. And then Oliver says, suit up. Right. That's, and he gets all excited, but he doesn't suit up. Who? Uh, Curtis. No, he's going to be the other he's guy gonna, in the chair. He's going to be the other guy in the chair. Right. Yeah. So. Um, and the, yeah, they talk about Felicity a little bit and, uh, and then Curtis helps out. Yeah. Right. And they have to go stop the relays for the bombs. Right. So they have to te- split up into teams. Of and, course. And they go all across the city. Right. And we're back to it's fine to kill everybody yes. on the show except for the big bad. Yes. And and Mia and they all fight and Mia goes after Grant and she's going to kill Grant. But. And Oliver stops her because I know you just killed seven other guys. But we're not going to kill But not this, this guy. No. Because we know his name. Right. And if you know their name, you're, you're not, not allowed to kill them. It's, no. it's the Arrowverse rule. Yes. So they capture Grant Ward. That's so horrible. It is. 
And they send Grant Ward to Blackgate. Blackgate Prison Grant in Ward. Gotham City. I keep saying Grant Ward. I've said Grant I have written Grant Ward down because Grant Ward from Agents of Shield. When I hear yeah. Grant, I think Grant Ward. But yeah. Grant Wilson yeah. is the one in the DC universe right. that they send to Blackgate Prison in Gotham City. Right. Okay. Is Blackgate in Gotham? That's what they said. They said they were sending them to Gotham City. They were sending them to Blackgate Prison in Gotham. Huh. Because I don't feel like it's in Gotham. I don't think it's in Gotham. Well, wait. Well, I mean, in... we've seen Black... That's where Barry was locked up. No. Yeah. Was Barry it? Barry was in Blackgate. Well, okay, so in... Because that's the meta prison. So in the Dark Knight um, Returns... Well, yeah, but that's the movies. Right, but that's where they're basing this Gotham City off of. Yeah, but in 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 this... Yeah, I don't think it's in Gotham. I'm I don't know. pretty sure that's where he said, but... Only because I feel like Flash was in Blackgate when he broke out with all the thinkers people. I, I want to say you're right with that. Maybe not, though. It's They, they move Blackgate in every universe, and I have too many that I've gotten tweaked with. Black Blackgate Penitentiary is located on a small island in Gotham Bay, Gotham City. All right. So, I, I want to say you're right, though, about Barry being there, too. Yeah. It's hard to so, keep... Hard to keep track of it, the meta it, prisons in this. I know. Um, uh, so and then, th- then they go back. They're at Arrow headquarters. Everybody wins, right? Everybody but like wins. Connor's packing a bag. Not sure where he's packing a bag or what he's packing in it because right. they came from the future just with their clothes. Um, oh, so there, there's a couple of little funny things. Uh, a couple of little. Oh wait, I'm sorry. Before I get to that, I apologize. We have to go to Russia next episode. Oh, we're not there yet, though. No? What did I miss? Okay, so that's where I'm Oliver takes Mia to the graves. That's right. They go, they have those they, moments, and hey, these are her parents. And she's like, oh, you knew them? And he's like, not really. I didn't find out about Dad until after he was dead. One of the one of the graves is his other sister. Yeah, was it Miko? Yep. Um, there's that. That was a nice heartfelt piece. Um, then they talk about the Canary Network's not a bad idea. So then Dinah and Laurel were Bright setting comes. up. Bread Green Arrow and the Canaries yep. for the next show that's going to come out. Um, you had that, and then they say, yeah, it's going to be in Russia. So this episode was season two. Yes. Right, which was when the Deathstroke gang was in there. Next episode is going to be season five. Of Russia. Which was when they went to Russia before. So they're going to Russia looking for... Looking for what? What were they looking for in Russia? Stuff. Stuff. They're looking for stuff in Russia. But it's not plutonium. Uh, maybe. It might be. It was something. Okay. I don't know. So, um, and then we get the 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 post scene with Laurel. Oh, we're gonna skip over Renee's mayor speech. Oh, uh, yeah, I did. Where he's standing on the car. Yeah. In the glades. Yeah. Talking about it's time to rise up. Yeah. <laughs> and come together. He's gonna be Bane. Yeah, I got it. <laughs> yes, the post credit. Well, the post stinger is the monitor or anti monitor. We're not sure. Right. Showing up. Telling Laurel that, that she's gonna have to kill Oliver if she wants her universe back, she's gonna have to kill Oliver Queen. Right. Which so this plays into a piece from the comics. Um, so in the comic books, um, it's Harbinger mm-hmm. is captured. One of her, she's able to split herself into multiple people. Right. Wow. In in multiple multiple people. So she goes and one of them is captured by the Anti Monitor, and now. The anti-monitor tells her she's going to have to kill the monitor and and basically incepts her. And Harbinger then has all these thoughts and then ends up killing the monitor. Oh. 
Okay. So I feel like that's what they're going to try and do with this, with Laurel playing that role in this and have to kill Oliver. But I don't think it's going to happen because Oliver's on the show after Crisis. And <laughs> Laurel is going to be uh, part of the Canary, so right, you can't so. have her having killed Oliver Queen. And then, oh, yeah. unless yeah. she's feeling so guilty. We'll see. So this one website that I found that, that I kind of browsed through for the recaps... Um, they're doing apparently Nissa watch. So four episodes in and no Nissa. I don't think you're going to see her because she's on Hawaii Five O, and right. I don't, she probably doesn't have the time to to, to, to fly do anything. From Hawaii to right Vancouver or Toronto or wherever they film. Um, so there were a couple of really good Laurel lines. That my favorite one that I I didn't write down, but I see looking on this website was, <laughs> do you really think we think we change things tonight in the future? You mean in like a baby Hitler kind of way? Right. Which was kind of funny. William had a great line about the kids, about having kids, because Oliver asks him at first if you have something about having kids, right. and he goes, don't get me wrong, kids are a miracle or whatever. Like it was a real nice little throwaway. Curtis is awesome. And again, the, the monitor showing up to Laurel, she really didn't act surprised at all. Like she was just kind of yeah. like, okay, what do you want? Right. Yeah, we'll see. The arrow, I give the arrow a nice eight because I really love the emotional stuff with William and yeah, Aaron, and Aaron's, Aaron's writing's been top notch this season. Yeah, and again, like you said, they're letting him act, right? And I, they're letting all of him act. It's it's they're they're going through character driven. They're still having story developments, but they're using characters to drive it. Whereas the other shows are all story and very little character development. Right. So that's it for our recap. Yeah. Now uh, the coming week. The There's, week coming up, we have our two favorite shows to recap. Yeah, yeah. Supergirl and... Girl Power. So, look also for a little Mandalorian chat later in the week from us, as Disney Plus is about to launch in uh, two days, as of we're recording this. Yeah. On Tuesday. And uh, I'm, I'm extremely excited about seeing the Mandalorian. Uh, we're going to bring JJ in for a little chat, and if you're available... Yeah, we'll, we'll see what happens. Um, you can find Jack at the following places. Uh, Kid Talks at, on Twitter and the, the Instagram. I don't know why I led that with a question. Um, yeah. You can find us on social media everywhere. Just look for Nerd Revolution Radio. Instagram, Twitter, email, Gmail. Look all over the place. Um, last week I cut you off. We were saying goodbye. I had to do some clever editing to get the goodbye. All good. Because I hit the button too fast on a little new little toy on me. All good. So, thank you guys for listening, and we will see you next time.